Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Carrie Weems podcast. We're so glad to have you listening in today. Before Carrie joins us in today's episode, we want to remind you that the best way to keep up with all the latest content being released by Carrie is to follow her on social media. She's on Instagram and Twitter, so follow her at Carrie Weems, and you can also find her on Facebook as well, and even comment to let us know how much you're enjoying the podcast and the teaching that Carrie has been bringing to all of us. And don't forget, you can always visit CarrieWeems.com to learn more about her and to see a full list of the books, curriculums, and resources that she has recently released. Thanks again for being with us, and we really hope you enjoy today's podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Carrie Weems Podcast. I'm so glad that you're joining us for this episode today. Um, I've asked Clay Baird to come back and do some interviewing again. Wasn't he great last time? We are here two episodes in a row. (laughs) Two in a row. It doesn't get any better than this. I'm living the dream right now, folks. I know. It's it's a great honor for you, for you to be here. (laughs) I love it. I'm glad I could provide this dream come true for you. Thank um, you. Yeah, so today we're going to be continuing the episode, the um, series on how, so you want to write a book. So you want to write a book. Yeah. If you were obviously listening and listening in to the last episode, uh, we talked about uh, content structure. We talked about how to do outlines uh, for mm-hmm. those of you who are starting the book process, how to uh, how to go about thinking about the end of the book. Yep. Uh, typically, the closing the book is one of the most difficult things for people. And Carrie talked a little bit about yep. that. And so now we're going to jump in. I am really excited about this one uh, yeah. because in this episode, we're going to talk about some of the writing process, but like the very practical yeah. side of it. Yeah, um, there's a real practical side to writing. You know, it's not all just, ins- most of it is not inspiration. Most of it is just sit down and do it. <laughs> and know? so, so uh, if, if anything, I guess this is kind of like the the tips, tips yep. to writing, yep. uh, very practical tips to writing. And so um, as we were talking before we came on, one of the first things that you shared, Carrie, is you talked about um, obviously deadlines. Yeah. Uh, now, a lot of us who maybe you <laughs> wouldn't consider yourself to be as organized of an individual, uh, I feel like the two of us mm-hmm. are pretty organized people. Yep. So maybe it's easier for people like us. Um, but deadlines are very important. And so why don't you just explain how you create deadlines for yourself? Yeah. Um, because you have ultimately you have to be accountable to your own deadlines. You do. Yeah. And so if you're with a publisher, they will obviously set deadlines for you. Like they'll say, we have to have, you know, the first half of the book by, you know, by this date. And then what you'll do from there is you'll you'll back end and like, this is how many words I can write a day. This is how, and you'll, you'll figure out, like for me, I can figure out if I'm pretty well set with all my research and I feel good about my content. Um, in a chapter, it takes me about a week to write a chapter. Um, but then if it's something that I can look at a chapter and go, wow, this is going to take me a little bit longer. Like I need to do more research. My idea isn't super well developed. I know it needs to be in here. That'll take me like two weeks, maybe even longer okay. sometimes if I'm really struggling. So I will make dead. I make my deadlines for me. The best way to make deadlines is based on I have to have this chapter written by this date in order to meet the right. publisher's deadline. So um, and, you know, you also want to say, OK, I want to have this book done. I think uh, for me personally, with everything else that I do in my life, writing a book in a year, that's like a typical okay. trade book, um, which is a nonfiction book, um, is a year long process just because I have to fit it in around so yeah. many other things. Yeah. So. That, that leads me into the next question. So um, obviously you're, uh, you're a lead pastor at a church with your husband, Pastor Stovall, and um, very busy. You're traveling, you're a speaker, mm-hmm. you're an author, you're a mother of three yep. kids who, uh, you know... They're not little anymore, not, but they it's just, you know, you still are very much needed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got a lot going on, you're managing a lot, but okay, but you want to write a book and, and other listeners out there, they're also juggling 10 million mm-hmm. things, but they feel like they want to write a book. So how do you almost 
I don't know if it's a verbal conversation <laughs> with your family, yep. but how do you communicate with family that like, I'm in the middle of this book writing process yep. and I got to carve out some moments to do this? Yeah, it's it's hard, you know, it's um, because you want your kids to always have access to you and you, the people that you love to have access to you. And now, you know, I used to not ever have that little messenger thing on my on my Mac. Yeah, yeah. You know, that pops like your text messages go to your computer <laughs> yeah. and now they go to my computer. And I'm like, I don't want to see this. I don't want to see this. But I don't really know how to I keep trying to quit it, force quit it, but it won't quit. Yeah. And so it's with me all the time. But um, I just, you know, basically I'll, I'll sit down and go, hey, I'm going into this room and I'm not going to be looking at my phone for the next four hours, if you really, really need something, text, you know, text your dad or text this other person. Um, and then with my, with my family that lives out of town, I have a, I'll make a little group chat with them and I'll just say, Hey, I'm going into, I, I say, I'm about to um, do a writing deep dive. I'm going into a deep dive for writing for the next, you know, eight hours. Yeah. If you text me, I'm not going to be answering you. I've not died. I'm just not going to talk to you for a right. while. You know, so I just kind of communicate boundaries that way. Yeah. For the, for those of us like my family with like a four-year-old, that's when you're <laughs> like, I'm just going to put on every episode of Paw Patrol that <laughs> yeah. I can find to buy sometime. Yes. So that's what you're doing. But it's it's real because the family dynamic never goes away. It doesn't. You don't just get to stop having family. You don't. Because you want to write a book. Mm -hmm. uh, but you got to find the time. And so, so uh, finding a place, finding a rhythm. And so explain what you mean uh, when I've heard you talk about it before, <clears throat> about finding a rhythm in the book writing process. Yeah. So for me, what you have to, you have to understand how you work best. Some people are, they are good to do like a couple of hours, you know, two to four hours a day of writing. Um, that's really hard for me. Four hours of writing is, it's okay. That's, that's okay. But like two hours at a time, I, like, I feel like it's not even, it's going to take me an hour to get really So you're focused. saying you need more, even more than that. Yes. Okay. So what I call my, I'm a binge writer. So when I write, um, when I really get down to writing my book, not the research, not the planning, not the structure, and I can do that in, you know, two hour increments here and there, but um, I need to have at least two hours. But when it gets time to write, I need to have like three days of uninterrupted time. Serious writing like time. Like serious writing. And if I try to work outside of that, usually I just get so frustrated because it takes me a long time to, to really get focused and concentrated. But once I get to that zone, I can write for 12, 14 hours. Like wow. it's not a deal. So I can, if I can go away for a week, you know, I can write. Yeah. Know, I can write, I can do like three weeks of work in one week. And so it's a, for me personally, that is a good return on my time. So right. I can do everything, the planning stage, the outlining, the organizing. But when it starts to get down to the point where I really have to do some serious output, I usually have to go away. Yeah. And, find, and it doesn't have to be some kind of fancy place. It's just I need to get away from the pressures of, you know, yeah. you know, Absolutely. your house and stuff. All the all the people pulling on you from yeah. all, all all the time. I've heard you say it before. How um, you obviously everyone's different, but how you can't write at home or the office. Mm -hmm. That is just not a conducive environment to what you need. It's not. Um, and so, do you think that the reason maybe some people, maybe some listeners right now, the reason some people have writer's block or they can't finish their book is because they're trying to write in the wrong space. It could be. You know, it really could be. For me, I, I have a really nice office at home and I love it, and I really planned to do all of my writing in the office. But the truth is I can never turn off like, you know, the sensors of like, yeah. there's laundry being done. There's someone knocking at the door. The dogs are barking. Like they're all, or you're in your, I'm sitting in my office and looking at the ceiling and I realize there's a water spot or there's chip paint. <laughs> and then all of a sudden there's little, t you know, to-do list, yeah. you know, starts to build up in front of me. You know, then I'm like, Oh, I got to start dinner in 15 minutes. Oh, well I may as well quit now. 
you know, yeah. if, whereas if you're, you know, I have to stop myself. I'm finally getting into a role and I have to stop because I have to cook dinner or I have to, you know, do something else. So um, for me, like when I'm when I'm writing, I get into my own separate time zone. Uh -huh. Like it's I might start I might get into a flow at midnight at like 12 in the at night. I mean, 12 in the afternoon and then like write until 2 a.m. And then I might sleep till 10 the next day. Yeah. But I just need to be able to find that flow because when I get into that flow, I'm so much more productive. Yeah. And it's worth it for me personally to, yeah. to do that. I, so let me ask you this. I know uh, a couple of weeks ago, our church here at Celebration Church mm -hmm. in Jacksonville, we were up in the Washington, D.C. area. Mm -hmm. We were doing a, one of, a great conference, a revival event there, and it was awesome. Uh, but during that time of those church services that were going on, you were like getting downloads of like yeah. just God was speaking to you, you're getting content, and you decided to stay just a, yeah. an extra day or two in that area uh, to, to get away. So I, I say all that to say, what everyone's different, but what environment is Carrie Weems looking for? What's the perfect Carrie Weems writing environment? So for me to write, it has, it can't be anything like, I can't go to some luxurious, like really, like it can't be too vacation-y. Okay. It needs to be comfortable where I'm not like, ah, oh, you know, it's too hot in here. There's no good Wi-Fi. It needs to have great Wi-Fi. It needs to be very neat and clean. Um, it doesn't need to be distractingly beautiful. <laughs> um, it needs to be in a place that I like, you know, I like places that are, that you can get quiet, you yep. know, it could be in a city, but maybe you're on the top floor or like close to the top where you're not hearing street noise so yep. much, um, where I can get food delivered, where I can get groceries delivered, places that are walkable. So it's easy okay. for me to get what I want without having to get in a car and go places. I love being out in the woods in a cabin, but I don't like doing that by myself. Yeah. Cause that's a little bit too creepy. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> we've, we've all seen those movies. Yeah. Like, mm, we don't want to do I'll that. go home now. So it needs to be that kind of, it's a, a really interesting mix of city, but quiet and walkable, but not too busy. It's, okay. It's, you know, and, and one time um, I remember I was actually, yeah, last year I went and just rented an Airbnb at Jack's beach. Cause I just need to get in away town. from yeah, yeah. local. It, yeah. yeah. Just local. Or if you know someone that's going out of town, yeah, you can house sit. Cause it's not your house. You don't care if there's paint on the ceiling or, <laughs> you know, water damage, just it's not your house. So you're not responsible for oh, that's it. That's great. You know, even, a, you know, Maya Angelou, this is really, I read this. She, um, used to rent a hotel when she was writing, she would rent a hotel room down the street from her house. Wow. And she would go there every day and she would just say, look, I'm going to be writing in this room. You don't have to come in during the day and do cleanup. And she would, it was like an office. Nice. She would go from nine to five and sit on the bed and write. And um, you could do like a residence in yep. down the road. As long as I think, I think for a lot of people, it's just, I need to get somewhere where I don't have responsibility. My, my responsibilities are not screaming at me. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So, all right. So we talked a little bit about deadlines, the importance of those sticking to your deadline. You got to be accountable to your own deadline. Uh, we talked about finding a place, a rhythm. Uh, another one of the things I've heard you say before is find your threshold of diminishing yeah. returns. Can you explain what you mean by diminishing returns? Yeah. So, you know, sometimes you're doing something and most of the time, let's say you set a goal, say I'm going to write 10,000 words today okay. and you're pressing through and pressing through even, you know, writing for four hours, it's click, you know, and you've gotten up to a good 8,000, but as time goes on, it's harder and harder for you to write because you're basically, your brain is tired from all that output. It's a like long your time, brain yeah. is fatigued. And so everybody has a different line. For me, diminishing returns can start at around six hours, Okay. but for most people it's right around four um, and so I just have a weird ability to focus yeah. really hard once I get into that space. Super writer. <laughs> and, um, but when you start to, when you start to get to the point where you're spending too much time for the output that you're generating, what your brain is trying to tell you is I need to, I need you to stop and yeah. think about something else too. I need to detach. And that's actually really good for your creativity to go do something else. Input 
other senses, you know, because writing is so cerebral. It's all, it's a head thing, you know, and you might think the more you sit there and plug it out and concentrate, the more you're going to get done. But probably the best thing in the world to do is go outside and breathe, go exercise, go talk to someone, go go do something completely sensory that that is safe and moral and ethical. But, um, you know, to to activate other parts of that literally activates other parts of your brain you're going to be a better writer for right. it so you you i've heard you say obviously um just to give a timeline that when you're writing a, a you know a normal book let's say maybe a year is the process for mm-hmm. some people obviously if you're new to the game so to speak it might be a little longer it might yep. take you a little while but but if a year is the is the timeline start to finish how do you create like small goals for yourself because it, it, you know, if I don't celebrate until 12 months from now, that's a long time to wait. So what do you do practically to, to reward your, like a reward system? I'm mm-hmm. celebrating small benchmarks along the way. Yeah. What does that look like? So for me, it's like I said, it's a chapter, uh, a chapter a, a week. And that basically boils down to a, what, so the 60,000 word book, it's like 10,000 okay. words a chapter about. So, um, <clears throat> you know, somewhere between five and 10. It just depends on how they're laid out. But let's just say for me every day, I'm going to write 2000 words, a minimum of 2000 words. Um, that's a goal to have. So I'm not going to one day sit down and write a chapter. Could I sit down one day and write 2000 words? Absolutely. So that gives you a sort of a measuring, like a little, and that's very manageable. Yeah, it's manageable. And it really is realistic. You're not going to sit down, like you're not going to sit down one day and write a book, but you can write 2000 words a day until you write a chapter. And then you can do that 10 times and then you'll have a book. When you um when you take breaks uh, along the way, like you were saying, go do something sensory, mm-hmm. you know, get you know, break out of the cerebral for just a second. Uh, do you find that when you you know I don't know, go for a walk, go to the gym, mm-hmm. get some food, when you come back, do you feel like just doing those things, all of a sudden you come back with five new ideas? No, no, it it's doesn't. So that opposite. doesn't happen. So that's why it's so hard for me to take breaks because um there are some people I think that are like scuba divers okay. and like this is how. I, this is how I talk about, um, I think I must've heard this on a Ted talk cause it's way too good of an analogy for <laughs> me to come up with it by myself. But that concentration is like, you can either be a snorkeler or a scuba diver. I, well, I want to hear this. What is this? So, I've never heard this. And it's so good. Right. But I know that I didn't come up with it. Um, I just don't <laughs> know who did. And, um, but snor- you know, when you scuba dive, you don't need a tank. You just have that little, that little thing. Or snorkel. The snorkel. The snorkel. Yes. Oh yeah. Snorkel. Yes, yeah. Snorkel. You just, and, and you stay on the, you stay on the top of the water yes. and when you need to, you know, breathe, you, you know, clear out your mask or whatever, you just kind of pop your head up. Right. And yep. then you're, you clean it out and you go back down and it's easy. It doesn't take a lot of effort to come up or go down because you're in the shallow water. Yes. Right. But when you scuba dive, you I mean, if you've ever scuba dived, I haven't, but I've, I've talked to people who have. Yes. And I know that you can't just dive down 50 feet. Like right. you've got to, you know, you can't just, well, maybe it goes, 50, it goes slow. You have to well, go yeah, slow yeah. to stages. Like it takes yes, a it while to stages. get down that, that deep concentration. And the same thing to come up, right? You don't just rush up to the top. You have to go in yep. stages and adjust to the pressure. So for some people, I think they can write like snorkelers. They can just kind of come. These are the people that can do the two hours. You know, they, they write like snorkelers. They can just yep. write. They get it out. But for me, I'm a scuba diver. Okay. So for me to get to a place of concentration, it might take me an hour. Wow. And so then if I write for two hours, I've like it's taken me as long to concentrate as I got to write. Yep. And it's a lot of work for me to come out of that place. Like if you bump in on me, like if you walk in on me and then like when I'm in deep focus, I will look like I'm looking at you like, what is going on here? Like I'll look, I'm in a different world. Where am I? Yeah. <laughs> I'm in a totally different world. But um, once I do come up all the way for air, sometimes it's really hard for me to go back down. So um, okay. 
I have to really be dis- that's when I have to be really disciplined. Yeah. You know, but then once I get into the writing, I find that it's easier. So okay. if I've hit, if I'm coming close on my my line of diminishing returns, yes, force myself out, go do something different. Take for me, take a substantial break, like a couple of hours. Don't just go walk around for 15 minutes. Yep, and then come back in, get some tea, settle in, like have some kind of ritual yep. <laughs> that I do, yep. Yep. and then ease. You know, slowly go back into my zone and keeping ahead of me. Like this is why you need to go through the trouble to do this again. You're only 1000 words away. You've went through all the trouble to yeah. do the research. You know, you'll, you'll meet your deadline with your publisher next week easily. So I just kind of keep those rewards ahead of me because it's hard to get back down to that place. Right. That's so good. Yeah. If you're out there right now, you're, you're writing a book, you're in the middle of the process. Um, man, it, it, you're seeing now after a couple episodes of, of the podcast, man, it takes work. You got to put the work in. Yeah. Yeah. You got to put the work in. It takes, it takes dedication. It takes, mm-hmm. uh, deadlines, managing, uh, yourself well, managing energy. Probably I would yeah. imagine too. You got to manage not just time, yeah, but energy management, just sure. all sorts of stuff going in, but you'll finish it. You can do it. You can. And so, uh, maybe just the last thing, what would you, someone's out there right now. They have, they have writer's block. They've been mm-hmm. struggling with this book. Uh, they know they want to do it. Maybe just any encouragement you would give someone who's just stuck in the middle. You know, sometimes um, it's always fun when you feel inspired to write. That's the that's the most fun because the words are pouring out. But I would say at least half the time for me, it, the words are not pouring out. I'm crafting them. I'm struggling. I'm going. I'm writing something. I'm hating it. I'm going back and redoing it. And that's kind of what it feels like. And when I have writer's block, or I'm, you know, sometimes you just have to. Just show up and put in your time. Yeah. Like that's I call it. You just have to be a professional. Just yeah. show up and be a professional. Sit your four hours, you know, or however long you do, and just write what you can write. And sometimes you just need to write and it's you just know it's not gonna be perfect. Just get it out of your brain and onto the paper. Um, and then do. Sometimes you really do need to go take a break from thinking a lot of writers most writers are thinkers that's what I think yeah for sure they like to think and maybe that's why I think it's very healthy for you to do something like I said sensory running playing basketball you know eating going out to eat but something that makes your body move because it activates different neurons different parts of your brain and it will cause you to have more creativity in the long run even though you might feel like it's you're losing time in the short term you know yeah that's awesome. So. All right. That is all we have for today's yep. episode. And uh, hopefully, if you haven't already, if this was like the first one you're catching of the Kara Weems podcast, go check out the other episodes. A variety of topics, but we've done other topics on writing books. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Carrie, for letting me join you, thank you on for the joining podcast me. today. It's great. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun. So uh, hey, stay tuned. If you're not a subscriber, go ahead and subscribe to the Carrie Weems podcast, and we will have more episodes coming your way very soon. Hey, thanks again for joining us here at the Carrie Weems Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love for you to share it with your friends and followers on social media. And don't forget, one of the best ways you can help us get the word out is to rate and review this podcast on iTunes. It's a simple and easy way that you can help us spread the word about the great teaching that Carrie has been sharing. Plus, if you would like Carrie to answer one of your questions in an upcoming episode, we would love to hear them. All you have to do is email them to us at info at Don't forget to follow on social media to stay up to date on all the latest resources that are releasing on Instagram and Twitter at Carrie Weems, or you can find Carrie on Facebook as well. And of course, for a full list of all the available books and resources, just visit Carrie Once again, thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time.